This is the After Hours Director Spotlight, presented by Amro Music. It's the podcast where we chat with music educators to celebrate the joy of teaching music and learn about strategies for success. In this episode, Nick Averwater talks with Kim Webb. She's the director of bands at Green County Tech High School in Paragould, Arkansas, a town of just over 28,000 people in the northeast corner of Arkansas. This conversation was recorded in March of 2021, and we're splitting it into two different episodes. In this first part, Kim talks about how she's expecting her second child. Well, we're pleased to say that her daughter, Sophia, was born on April 15th. Here's part one of our conversation with Kim Webb. Hey, everyone, and welcome to After Hours Director Spotlight. I am sitting here today with uh, somebody that I really look up to, somebody that inspires me, and that's Kim Webb, who's the Director of Bands at Green County Tech High School. Kim, good to see you. How are you today? I'm doing well. It is it is great to see you, and I really appreciate a few moments of your time. I, I know you're a busy band director, you're a busy mom, and I'm excited to dive into uh, your life a little bit and some of the lessons that you've learned along the way. But before we get into that, do you mind just sharing a brief synopsis, your background, what led you to become a band director? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up in Moralton, Arkansas, in central Arkansas, located close to Little Rock. Um, I, my dad was a pastor and my mom um, was a typical pastor's wife. And um, they, I, I did, I wouldn't say that I really came from a musical background. Um, my mom was in choir and I grew up singing in the church, um, but um, my dad was very into sports. And so even to this day, if he comes to some of my band concerts, he falls asleep. Um, so he, he, he wanted, wow. he wanted, he wanted my, me and my sister to both play sports, play basketball, volleyball, softball. And we did for a little bit, but, um, I think my first moment that I knew I wanted to be in band was whenever I watched our high school, um, marching band. My dad was actually the sports announcer for our high school football team. So I grew up going to football games. And, um, so I went to the football game one Friday night and Dr. Albert Wynn was before he even became a doctor of music. Um, he, he was our high school band director and he, they were doing a Miss Saigon show. And I remember watching that show and just being blown away by, um, by just the music. Like what, I mean, it was incredible as a, as a fifth grader, like just being appalled by how awesome that was. And so I knew from that point on that I wanted to be in band. So I joined band the next year and over the years of being in band, I was never, I I was never first chair. I always sat sat at the top. I was very in high school. I was very involved. I, I was in theater. I was in band. So I was very spread out on what I did. My focus wasn't always music. So I was never that first chair player. I always made all region, never went on to all state or anything like that. But whenever I, um, whenever I decided I wanted to go to band and be in college, um, at that point, Miss Shandy Gordon was our high school band director. She's fantastic educator. She's an administrator now, but she, um, she encouraged me to look around to the different colleges. I was, I was in Moralton, which is sandwiched in between, Conway, Russellville. So I looked at UCA, I looked at tech, but she was an A-State alumni and she she mentioned, hey, you may want to go to Arkansas State University. And so I looked into A-State, they offered me the most money. So of course, that's where I went. So you were heading, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, I remember 
Dr. Oliver uh, did one of our, he conducted one of our region clinics. I think it was either my junior or senior year. And I walked up to him and I said, Hey, I'm considering a state. And he said, yeah, I know you are Kim Robertson and you're from Moralton. And I was like, Oh my gosh, how does, how does he know all this stuff? And I think that was the first moment where I felt like I should be going to a state because they knew me. They were investing in me. I mean, even from the beginning, Dr. Oliver knew who I was and wanted, wanted me to go there. And so, um, Dr. Oliver has made a huge impact on what I did in college, him and Mr. Hatch. They, they, from my freshman year, they invested in me and they, I I was not the best going into college, but they made me the best. And, you know, or as what, what I consider, you know, my, at my best. And so they really pushed me and they really invested in me. And then um, when Dr. Sarah Labovitz came along, Um, I think she was, she came my junior year of college. She, she saw the potential that I had and she really invested in me. And I can say to any, any band director, but especially any women band directors, if you don't know Dr. Sarah Labovitz, get to know her because she is a great mentor, especially for us women band directors out there. Um, And then I went on after I, um, after I or after I had all of my college behind me, I had my internship left. I was able to. I was I was thrilled to be um, with Doctor with uh, Mr. Steve Warner and Tim Hendricks from Jonesboro. And during my internship, during my student teaching, both fantastic music educators, and they they threw me in the fire, and that's exactly what I needed to become. Um, a band director and they, you know, they, they also invested in me. I remember when the job application started, the job application process started, they were huge advocates for me and um, they really invested in me and they're great mentors. And I still talk to them very frequently because, you know, as band directors, we have to have those people on, on our side to, uh, to, to call and, and say, Hey, this isn't going right. What do I need to do? How, how can I make this better? And so, um, overall I've had, you know, there's several people that have influenced that. I'll say, I don't know where my aha moment was. I think I might've said that already, but I don't know where my aha moment was, but I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I love education. Um, but I don't know if there was ever a point where I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a band director. It was just like, I like it. I like education. I want to be a teacher. I like music. Let's do this. So um, I, it really developed over a long period of time for me. That, that's that's incredible. And I mean, I just I hear those names. And um, I mean, obviously, you you yourself work so hard and bring a tremendous amount of your personal skill and personality to your program. But you've had a really a tribe of mentors. I mean, you, you talked about Dr. Albert Wynn and and uh, Sarah Labovitz and, and Tim Oliver and, and just really some incredible people, Steve Warner, that have um, been a part of your journey that you can look up to and say that I'm going to borrow that little tidbit from them and I'm going to borrow this little tidbit from them and, and really influence the, the person that you are. Because all people who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. They are all fantastic. That's great. Well, and, and I mean, right now, you have been the director of bands at Greene County Tech now for four years, 
This is the director of, I've been the director of bands for, this is my second year as director of bands. I started off as the middle school band director in 2014, fall of 2014. And I taught middle school band for five years. And then I have been the director of bands for the last two years. Gotcha. And, and mother of soon to be two mother of one right now with a second on the way. Is that correct? Yes. I have my Pride and joy, Andy Claire. And then I am 32 weeks along with what we are calling baby no name because my husband and I cannot decide on a name, <laughs> but it will be our second daughter. So I'll, I'll be a girl mom. And of course I have two dogs at home as well. So they're like children too. So that's great. Well, congratulations. I, I want to talk a little bit about that because I mean, you're in a, you're in a very demanding job. I mean, it's, it's not a, being a band director is not a nine to five job. And not only is it not a nine to five job, but you're at a, a high profile high school with a, a considerable program with a lot of demands and expectations. And you have this young daughter and a second one on the way. And then there's the reality of the demands of that. How have you managed to strike that work life balance or do you feel that you have? I don't know if I have. I feel like with Andy Claire uh, this year, I think with this year, with dealing with the pandemic, you know, I'm home more and it's, it's really shown me how I can be a little bit more present at home. Last year was a whirlwind of a year. It was my first year as director of bands. And so it, this year has really shown me how I can do more um, and be more present at home. One of the things that I try to do, and it's, it's very difficult, but my goal is when I'm at work, I'm 100% at work. And when I'm home, I'm 100% at home. And some days I'm really good at that, but there are days where I'm really bad at that too. And um, I realize that whenever I go to bed at night and I think about, man, what could I have done? I think every parent goes through that. What could I have done better today to, you know, make my daughter happy or even at school? You know, I remember the first time that I really felt that that pull at, at work where I was like, I really need to be with my kid today. Dr. Labovitz had come to work with my marching band my first year of teaching. And I got a call and it was the first time my I think she was maybe four or five months at that time, or maybe six months at that time, but she, she had a fever at daycare and my husband was home. And so he was able to go get her. But as a mom, I wanted to be there with her because when you're sick, you want to be with your mom. (laughs) And so I I really felt the pull on, on that. And, you know, so on days like that, it's hard to be 100% at work, but that is my goal. And that's, that's really what I try to do is be 100% at work, 100% at home. When I get home, some days we get home, at four o'clock, but some days we get home at five thirty, six o'clock. And when that happens, you know, my kid goes to bed at eight o'clock. She's got a very strict schedule. And so when she goes to bed at eight o'clock, that only gives me two hours with her. And so what I try to do is I try to make those two hours count for something. And so I make sure that my time is spent with her. Now I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, 32 weeks pregnant. Sometimes that's just, you know, sitting, sitting in our bed, watching a movie, but you know, that's, that's time that I have, I have to make sure that I'm devoted to my kid. And then if I have work stuff to deal with, then I can do it after she goes to bed. So that's, that's how I try to, to, to strike that balance but I'm not perfect at it yet. And I don't think I ever will be. I think that's, that's the thing about, you know, not just being a mom, but being a parent. I think that that's a hard thing to do. And, you know, we can only, you know, you can only do so much and you can only try to, to, to make that balance work. Yeah. Do you, um, do you think you did that pretty well with the first, 
with your first go round, or is that something that you feel like, Hey, I really need to improve upon this the second time. I think, I think with my first, the first year of teaching with being the head band director, I was also balancing grad school. I also had this newborn to take care of. So I was in that role of new mom. I think that I didn't do that well. Um, I, there were a lot of times where I was just trying to survive. And I think within that second year of life, like now with Andy Claire, I feel like I'm starting to get better at it. And so I think it makes me realize that when the second one is here, number one, it's going to be harder because there's going to be two against me, but also that I I'm learning how to leave work at work and be at home whenever I'm here. And one of the things that I do, and I suggest this to anybody who's a parent, um, you know, make, make time where you have, make time where you have like office hours, like if a parent emails you after a certain time, let them know up front, hey, I'm a mom and I'm at home with my kid right now. And, you know, I will answer your email at eight o'clock in the morning. And I'll tell you, I'm the worst person about that because if I see an email on my phone, I'm on my phone and I'm trying to see what, what you know, trying to email them back. Because if I don't email them back right away, sometimes I forget. And so, but I think that's important to, you know, let your parents know, let your students know, like, hey, I, I'm not going to answer your calls, your phone calls, your texts, your emails after six o'clock or seven o'clock, you know, give them plenty of time to, to let them contact you. Cause you know, there are working parents that, you know, don't get off till five o'clock, but also I get off at technically three 30, but not really technically about five, five 30. Um, and you know, when I go home, that's, that's my time with my daughter. So. Yeah. I think that's great. What, um, what did, what advice, if you could go back to when y'all were thinking about starting a family or the very beginning, what, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time and say, Hey, Kim, you need to do this different or just um, be aware. Yes. I think that, you know, looking back on it, I feel like the journey to parenthood was it, it looking back on it now, it was easy, but when I was going through the journey of parenthood, it wasn't easy. Whenever I, um, when we first started talking about having a family, we got married in 2017 and we knew right away, we'd been together for four years. So we knew we were ready for kids. And so when we started um, that process, we actually had a miscarriage at the beginning. And, you know, that, that was really hard and it took a toll on me. Um, and looking back on it, I know there are people who struggle with that, women who struggle with that, having multiple miscarriages or even just infertility and that kind of thing. And that's hard and it can affect your work life. And I think what you have to really do is focus on your mental health and make sure that you're mentally well um, for being at school and teaching, teaching the kids there and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And then when you are pregnant, you know, I, there were a lot of things that I was pregnant um, the first time with Andy Claire, I was pregnant through a marching band. And I remember I would, I had a chair. It was my, it was my pregnancy chair is what I talked is what it was. And that's what I called it. And we set it up on the podium at, at the marching band field and I would take it to every game with me so that I wasn't on my feet all the time. And so, um, you know, there are so many things. And even right now at 32 weeks pregnant, like today I was exhausted and going into work and I just knew, Hey, this is a day that I have to take it easy. I have to take it easy. I have to make sure I'm sitting. I have to make sure that I'm not overdoing it because you know, it, it can take a toll on your body. And I think that's something that, you know, 
especially if you're in the thick of things and you're, you're, you're one, you're a worker. And I think all band directors are, you know, they want to work and I'm one of those people and I hate being, um, I hate being restricted, but you know, my, my priority is making sure that my baby is healthy. And, you know, when everything started with the pandemic and that kind of thing, I had to explain to my students, look, I know you don't like these guidelines. I know that, you know, the masks and everything you you're not a fan of, but this is keeping you healthy. This is keeping you safe. And I said, and honestly, right now I am pregnant and you, you, you have to do your part to keep me safe too. And not just me, but also my baby. And so I think the restrictions on um, what you can do in your job, it's, it doesn't make you less of a band director, but it, it, you, you've got to figure out, you know, how to stay healthy in, in your pregnancies and, you know, and, and in like in your journey to motherhood mentally, um, how, how to keep yourself healthy. And it's a, it's a balance. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. So. Well, and I love the example that you just gave, because I think a lot of times it, it, I mean, I I think as leaders, we feel so torn, like, Hey, I want to be in the trenches. I want to be leading my organization, but I love there that you, took the time to provide additional information so that your people could, you could communicate to your students. Hey, this is, this is more than just us getting to play. This is about safety for you. This is about safety for me. And and I think, and it's about safety for my unborn child. And when you put it that way, I suspect everybody said, okay, I got it. Mm -hmm. I now have the information that I need to understand. This is a bigger picture thing. And, um, you know, I remember in your first, in your, when you had had your first baby, I remember seeing these pictures. I mean, you had, you know, your baby in like one of those baby Bajorn, like the Zach Galifianakis, you know, uh, you know, baby on the front yes. things for people that don't know what those are. And I mean, you had like your, your daughter up in the tower with headphones on and you had her under an umbrella and next to you at all times. And I remember thinking, man, this is awesome, but that's got to, I mean, I remember just thinking, wow, what an inspirational mother, but that just had to have been so training. And what I'm hearing here is you're saying, no, I'm, I'm making a very clear delineation and separation between the two. And, um, is, am I, am I reading into that correctly? Yes. And like, you know, I, this year I have not taken my daughter to very many things because of the pandemic, but I can guarantee you, um, even though, you know, I like to be 100% at work and 100% at home, um, bringing my daughter to those things that to me, those are, those are memories. And she's going to remember that right now it is. And for any parent of young children, you know, it's harder to take younger children and keep them occupied during those, those times. But, you know, you have a, you have a community when you're a band director, you have a community, you have, um, you you have band parents who love to take your child off your hands because, you know, (laughs) they've got seniors in your band and they're like, Oh, I just remember when my baby was this little. And so you've got that community. Um, I relied a ton on my husband, of course, and then also our, our parents, they, I've I've got a huge community that can help with us, help me with um, our daughters through, you know, our games and competitions and that kind of thing. And there are times where she goes off to grandparents one weekend, but there are other times where I ask them, Hey, can you bring them to the game? Because at least then they can see my face. They can see what I'm doing. They can see, you know, they can start making memories. And as Andy Claire gets older and when this baby gets older, I'm hoping to, you know, bring them to, to the certain events and, and be involved. My, my daughter actually went with me to our, standstill Christmas performance at um, our in downtown Paragold and they and she had a blast this year it was it was it was she had a she had so much fun 
running around, seeing the kids, dancing to the music and that kind of thing. And so I'm excited to create more memories like that with her and then with the second one on the way. But I will say, I feel like right now it's, it, I'm in the hardest part of it. And I say that it may get harder, <laughs> who knows, but with your, with your kids being so young, it is, it is difficult to bring them and have them there. And so always relying on your community of people and um, making sure that, you know, you, you do, you're there to be the band director, but when you have that downtime, if your kid is there being able to kind of be with them too and, and getting them used to that environment. And I will tell you, my daughter is the most sociable little kid because she's had to be, she's had to be around those, those band kids. She's very flexible. And so I don't think that it's been detrimental to her at all. I think she loves it. That's Kim Webb, director of bands at Green County Tech High School in Paragould, Arkansas. Kim had a lot more to share about her eight years of directing bands, so this conversation will continue in the next episode of the After Hours Director's Spotlight, which is presented by Amro Music, a family-owned company since 1921. At Amro, we work with over 600 schools in seven states to bring the joy of music to thousands of young musicians. These partnerships make production of the After Hours podcast possible. Our director services department is ready to work with your school too. Just email alan at amromusic.com or seth at amromusic.com. You can hear many more conversations with music educators at amromusic.com slash after hours. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, here are two easy and fast ways you can support the After Hours show. First, your five-star review means a lot as it helps to boost us in the podcast rankings so that other music educators just like you can find us. Second, if you thought of someone that would enjoy this week's content and episode, hey, please share it with them so that they too can be a part of the After Hours community. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.